there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Pop Culture After Dark. Abel and Bonnie back at it again. It's been a little while. We took a month off, but here we are. Hi, my friend. Hey. So all the planets in the universe were in retrograde, and so I was like, if we record last month, it wasn't. Everybody was getting cussed out. Everybody. <laughs> and people, this episode might get cussed out, but last month was not fantastic so we took a month off and here we are back um to give you guys your favorite celebrity tea <sighs> ready guys like the lineup of course and this is yay episode 752 on the pop culture after dark <laughs> podcast we're talking about yay ray j candace owens kid rock lizzo kim kardashian chloe kardashian rihanna beyonce taylor swift britney spears Brandy, uh, R&B singer Genuine, Ryan Reynolds, TJ Miller, Real Housewives of Atlanta star uh, Cynthia Bailey, and Nene Leakes, Emma Roberts, Kaylee Cuoco, Cuoco, the bitch from the Big Bang Theory, uh, <laughs> former Glee stars Chris Colfer and Leah Michelle, and Giselle and Tom Brady. So it's an eclectic group with the exception of fucking Yay, again, episode 700 and something. Um, I know. And what a way to come back talking about Candace fucking Owens. Who told that bitch she can get up from the back? I know. Like, fucking cunt. Uh, so let's just start with the A. Let's just let's <laughs> peel the bandaid right off. Perfect. Let's just fucking get right into this motherfucker. Ooh. This motherfucker, first of all, he's restricted on some platforms. Bonnie, where is he restricted from right now? And how long has it been? So right now he's restricted on Twitter and on Instagram. He's going on a five-day restriction on Instagram and a four-day restriction on Twitter. Now, he was restricted within hours of each other. So it did happen like in the late night hours and stuff where these restrictions came on. And they happened after he made some pretty anti-Semitic, semantic, I never know how to say that fucking word, but bullshit statements, you know, that we'll get into here in a minute. So yeah, he's... Twitter and Instagram were like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so be after those remarks that he made, his bank, who does he bank with? Or who did he bank with? Well, he had a deal with Chase. So it was Chase Bank. But they did release a statement saying that they had already planned on releasing uh, Kanye and cutting ties from him prior to the comments that he made because of other comments and posts that he was already making on his Instagram about them. So, you know, it just kind of snowballed and people thought like, oh, it was because of these super bad comments that he made about Jews and stuff. But no, it, it had to chase was bank. It's like, oh, you talking shit? Bet, bet. So they sent him a letter saying they were cutting ties with him. It just so happened to fall like right after he got you know, banned from those remarks. Yeah. Well, he, we, you know, you mentioned that bitch Candace Owens. Well, very fucking strange that Ye popped up in Nashville on Wednesday night, uh, this past Wednesday, at the red carpet premiere of Candace Owens' documentary, The Greatest Lie Ever Sold, George Floyd and the Rise of BLM. First of all, that's a fucking disgusting documentary name. It shouldn't have ever been made. I hope that she funded this herself because if a company or someone funded it for her, Shame on fucking them. I don't know who... We fucking all saw... The world saw what happened on their fucking eyes. Like, we all saw what happened to George Floyd. Why the fuck does there need to be a documentary called The Greatest Lie Ever Sold? 
That bitch is fucking sick. She is a fucking sick bitch. Well, not only is Candace Owens a sick fucking cunt fucking bitch from hell, well, she had this premiere and the rapper was actually joined on the red carpet with fucking Ray J and Kid Rock. Yeah, I was like, oh, and I, oh. <laughs> Bro. Well, Can according you to, imagine like, the Kardashian house when they were <laughs> They were probably a panicking, child. Kim was probably spiraling like the way we do in our group chat. <laughs> bitch. She probably called somebody and said, bitch. Uh, so according to TMZ, the event was supposed to start at 6.30 p.m. local time on Wednesday night. However, it was delayed when Ye didn't show for more than two hours after his scheduled slot. When he finally arrived, he posed with both Kim's ex and um, the Kid Rock for paparazzi photos. Insiders told the outlet that Owens worked hard behind the scenes to set this entire thing up. And for her, putting Ye and Ray J together was very, very intentional. Um, especially because of the whole Kim Kardashian ties. And she knew that this, we'd be talking about it. Everybody in the news outlets would be talking about it. Every podcast in this world about pop culture is talking about it. So, yeah, uh, Candace Owens has really been like on this whole Kim hate train lately. And so she figured the best way to probably get back at her is with Ray J and um, Gay being photographed together and apparently what is this whole thing like allegedly like she maybe released like a voicemail or something yes so like you said she's been like on this huge hate train like with with the uh, kim kardashian it's like get over it already okay you like kanye whatever bitch get over it well anyway earlier this week she leaked an Candace Owens leaked an old voicemail from Kim to Ray J where Kim called Whitney Houston, who at the time that's who Ray J was dating an old hag. So um, (laughs) they leaked the voicemail on just wait, Candace Owens leaked the voicemail to show her allegiance to Kanye and like just talk shit against Kim because she really can't stand Kim. And she's like totally backing Kanye on this whole, she kidnapped my kids kick, you know, so, yeah, but everyone's saying that Candace is the one in Kanye's ear, kind of pulling him around like a little puppeteer. I feel like it doesn't take a lot for that to happen because yeah, no. he has a lot of loose screws. Mm, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. That's fucking weird. What do you think they talked about? Like, what kind of fucking dick bags they are? You got to pat each other on the back for being dick bags? Like... <laughs> Oh, Kanye, well, I want to suck your dick. Huh. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Something like that. <laughs> this comes right off the heels of Kanye going on Fox News. If you want to call it news, it's just Fox. should be just Fox because they don't really give news. Uh, and he was being, he's been criticized lately as a nationalist. And he mentioned Lizzo in one of his recent interviews on that channel. Uh, he said, quote, when Lizzo loses 10 pounds and announces it, the bots... And, you know, that's a term for people like it's like telemarketer callers on Instagram. They attack her for losing weight, Ye said, because the media wants to put out a perception that being overweight is a new goal when it's actually unhealthy. It's actually clinically unhealthy. And for people to promote that, it's demonic. 
So Kanye said that, and Lizzo didn't really respond, but it appears that she might have kind of shaded him a little bit. Um, at a show recently in Toronto, Lizzo asked the crowd for help. Uh, asked the crowd for help securing her dual citizenship, citizenship, while noting that everybody in America has her name in their mouth. She said, "Quote: I feel like everybody in America got my motherfucking name in their motherfucking mouth for no motherfucking reason." She told her fans, "I'm minding my fat black." Beautiful business. Can I stay here? Who can I marry for that dual citizenship? Mm. Period. Period. Ah, period. Eh. Period. Eh, period eh. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts on this whole yay coming for Lizzo and her? I think that he used her as an example. I don't know that he was really coming for her. I think she was just an example. But what were your thoughts on his saying that at all anyway? Because he's a fucking dumbass. But then also, like, what was your, what are your thoughts on Lizzo's, like, kind of remarks, like, shading him? And she's like, I'm not going to give you the time of day. I'm not going to mention your name. Yeah, no, I was here for the way Lizzo handled it. She really did. She handled it like a G and, like, I'm going to say some shit, but I'm not really going to say some, this is what I'm saying and that's it. Like, fuck it. You ain't shit. Basically, that was the you ain't shit response. And I was here for it. And, you know, classy, all that stuff. She kept it cool. Kanye, like, I. Kanye, yay, Yeezy, yo, what the fuck ever. Um, that fool. He like I was like, man, what the Lizzo is like she said, she's minor business. Like, why the fuck do you got it? Yes, he was using her as an as an example, you know, whatever. But he had to know they were gonna come from. And shortly after that was whenever he got banned on Instagram or restricted because his account's still there you can see his post but he just can't post anything right now or do anything else on there well i was really happy when azalea banks came up because lizza wasn't the only one he was attacking he was also attacking Gigi hadid also like talking all this shit about her and then someone else i forgot who else he was like talking shit about oh um hayley bieber he was coming after her too so that's so random i know he was just like popping off beef with everybody here comes fucking justin bieber fresh still off of him trying to get fucking better from whatever was paralysis was going on with his face and there he is like upset and defending his wife and stuff like that i mean duh but uh, i was here for azalea banks because she shaded the shit out of everybody in her fucking um, clap back to Kanye on this one. She said, wait a minute. While it's true that Gigi Hadid needs the bridge of her nose shaved, her eyebrows arched, and to stop hoarding acorns in her cheeks, Kanye <laughs> really... <laughs> Bitch, stop. <laughs> Kanye really can't be coming for Gigi after he was out with that other girl. And he can't be trying to lollipop off of the four-year-old discussion about Lizzo's health and weight when he has an entire McDonald's commercial. Like, get the fuck out of here. But no, her fucking... <laughs> no, why does she do that? Why oh, she poor do Gigi. That? I had to go look up a picture, a recent picture of Gigi, Gigi to see, like, what the fuck she was talking about. Mommy, she ain't lying. Stop. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Kanye's just... 
fucking with everybody. Like I really feel like Kanye don't. I mean, he, we know he don't give a shit, but I'm, like, does he just wake up and he's like, "Who can we piss off today?" I think he wakes up saying, "Who can we piss off today?" And how can we piss them off? <laughs> Who and how? Because I'm blocked. So how am I gonna? You know what? I'm gonna go to Candace Owens' fucking event. I can't. <laughs> Here's my thing. Where is his fucking person that like, what what are they called? The shit that Britney had and Demi had, like, oh, where's conservator? Fucking, yeah, where the fuck shit. is his at? Like, this fool needs one. Judge, judge, where you at, judge? Like the we fuck. We need to go. We need to go at some judges on Twitter <laughs> because and Instagram. Everybody just go at them and tag Kanye. Like every day, everybody asks me, "Hey, how's your day going?" And I'm like, "Fucking stressed. What's going on?" Yay is stressing me the fuck out. <laughs> God, he's a fucking train wreck. So we're going to stay on this fucking train ride because now we're learning more about the whole thing with Kim Kardashian and him. So now Kim Kardashian is allegedly re- refusing to speak with Kanye West directly. According to page six on Wednesday, a source claimed the 41-year-old reality star is so sick of what's been going down with her ex-husband that the former couple is only communicating through their assistance about their four kids' schedules. The, the source went on to say, quote, they have had zero communication in several weeks and all communication regarding the kids' schedules are now coordinated through assistance. So we have been talking about this shit for a long time. Um, he, you know, this comes after the whole thing with Fox News talking about like Lizzo and stuff. Also, you know, he wore a like a su- white supremacist hate slogan, uh, sweater or shirt that said "White Lives Matter." He now again he's restricted from Twitter and Instagram about his anti-Semitic comments, and Yay keeps doubling down on everything. So. Kim, the source says that Kim has been very upset by his recent words and she has had enough of his conspiracy theories, bullying, bullying and hateful rhetoric. Another source noted that exactly this kind of, uh, this is the kind of behavior they expected. You know, they say everyone is now seeing for themselves what was the catalyst for the divorce and added in the past Kim, uh, I'm sorry, in the past, when Kanye would spiral and destroy everything in his path, Kim would be the person everyone would call to get him help or be the only one who could get him to snap out of his dark mental state. Uh, She, I don't know. Apparently, Ye, you know, he had posted like a photo. I think it was I saw it on his Instagram or Twitter, maybe Twitter, of him wearing a hat. It said, like, 2024, like, hinting that he's going to run again for president. And apparently, Candace Owens is planning to launch his campaign. Uh. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, which one's going to run for president? Which one's going to, what, is she going to run for vice president? Like, <laughs> Girl. Those are two motherfuckers I am not the fuck voting for the fuck out of here no mm. i hope she does though i hope she pours so much of her fucking money into it fuck her i hope she ends up in a one fucking bedroom efficiency not even a, a bedroom an efficiency fuck that 
stupid bitch. I can't stand them. As far as Kim goes, like, I, my heart really goes out to her on this aspect, on this front. Because, like, I mean, like, when you're, like, normal people like us, yeah, we got baby daddy drama and all this stuff. Mm. But this bitch has baby daddy drama to the fucking millionth power. You know, it's like, what the fuck? Imagine having Kanye as your baby daddy. N- no. <laughs> He's trusting me out right now and he ain't shit to me. <laughs> no i could not and then okay so he's just gotten so petty too with his bullshit about kim he's even like just like taking digs at her anywhere he can get like right now he's talking so much shit about her skims line how he never liked the skims line that he thought it over sexualized his wife okay like he never did with any of the shit he made her wear but whatever um like all that shit and say oh people just want to see her ass that's all it is they don't give a shit about anything else. Like it's, I'm like, first of all, it's a very like the Skims line. I love it. I have a Skims bodysuit and I absolutely fucking love it. Um, I'll wear that bitch every day if I want to. It's comfortable. It's amazing. It's everything. Like I like it. It's worth the price. So I hate that like men like that will take digs at because she's being successful without him. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he's that's jealous. What, yeah. Because he likes control and he's losing control. So he's spiraling. Because she's like, no. So he's fucking, like, literally fucking spiraling. He's literally spiraling. So let's move on now from Ye and Kim Kardashian to Kim's sister, Chloe. Well, she's been spotted recently in the past couple of weeks wearing a Band-Aid on her face. And it's, like, specifically on her cheek. And she, over the weekend... She, I'm sorry, on Tuesday afternoon, she posted on her Instagram story with a very personal message. And she said, quote, after noticing a small bump on my face and assuming it was something as minor as a zit, I decided to get it biopsied seven months after realizing it was not budging. She continued, dermatologist Dr. Tess Mauricio examined it and a second biopsy was ran by Dr. Daniel Beruzan. Because what they both were seeing was incredibly rare for someone my age. A few days later, I was told I need to have an immediate operation to remove a tumor from my face. I called none other than Dr. Garth Fisher, a dear friend of my family's and one of the best surgeons in Beverly Hills, who I knew would, <clears throat> who I knew would take incredibly care of my face. Uh, I'm grateful to share that Dr. Fisher was able to get everything. All my margins appear clear, and now we are on to the healing process. So here we are. You'll continue to see my bandages, and when I'm allowed, you'll probably see a scar and an indention in my cheek from the tumor being removed. But until then, I hope you enjoy how fabulous I'm making these face bandages look. That's pretty wild that she shared something like that and she actually shared a like a collage of photos of her wearing these bandages over the past few weeks over her and it's not like a little band-aid they're like yeah if this bitch comes out with kardashian bandages i'm fucking done you know she's going to but (laughs) it's almost like really this is that's that's what we're doing we're marketing a tumor now that's cool (gasps) 
I mean, might as well, whatever. I think she had to release some kind of statement, though. She had to release yeah. a statement because if not, people would be talking about it like she got beat or somebody. People would be or saying like she some kind plastic of plastic surgery. Yeah, botched plastic surgery or something. But she did also reveal that this was not her first go around with skin cancer. This is actually her second go around with skin cancer. Um, now, when she was 19 years old, she had a melanoma on her back and had surgery to remove it all completely. So this seems to be like a, a, a reoccurring thing with her. I mean, that is kind of scary. You know, I skin cancer is no joke. I've lost somebody very close to me from it. And it was scary. And she was very, very young. Um, I believe she was 18 when she passed away from it. So, it, you know, it's, it's scary. And if she had that scare at 19 and then she has, you know, another one now, it's like, girl... Now, her herself, she said she's someone who wears sunscreen religiously every single day. So no one is exempt from things like this happening. Take it seriously. Do regular self-exams. Go to your annual checkups. You know, all that good stuff. And, of course, we do wish her nothing but the best with that. And hopefully she never has to have another skin cancer scare like that again. That's scary. And then it's like, that means she's going to, that's something that she's obviously going to have to keep getting checked mm -hmm. for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad that she's okay though, and that it wasn't anything more serious or whatever. So that's good. Let's move on now and talk about Rihanna really? and the, this little football game that's going to happen at the Rihanna concert next year. <laughs> oh, you mean the Super Bowl? Oh, that thing. So over the last <laughs> couple of weeks, we since we haven't recorded, it's been announced. The whole world knows by now that Rihanna is next. Uh, the next Super Bowl's headline performer for the halftime show. It is now the app. I believe it's Apple Music halftime show. Is it Apple? Is it? It's not Pepsi anymore. I, I don't know. Someone took over. Sorry, I forgot. Who, <laughs> who, I want to say it was Apple, but maybe not. But I know that is for the longest time. It's been the Pepsi uh, Super Bowl halftime show, but it has changed. And Rihanna is the very first person to headline this new Super Bowl. Um, so that's going to be exciting. I'm super excited to see it. She's somebody I want to see in concert. So can't wait. Yes, and it is the Apple Music halftime show this year the multi-year the multi-year um, partnership was announced uh just recently in september and um yeah so it'll for the next few years it's going to be the apple music halftime show they're going to have a lot of good artists i'm sure especially oh, yeah. a lot of artists try to get in with apple and you know mm -hmm. so we mentioned Rihanna because there's rumors swirling the internet that three queens are going to be going on tour next summer uh, specifically Rihanna, Beyonce, and Taylor Swift. Uh, so Beyonce obviously has Renaissance, her album that came out, and it's been speculated because it is Act 1, and she has said herself that it's Act 1 of three projects. It's been speculated that she's going to release multiple albums and that her tour, um, a lot of her, like her camp has been booking, Beyonce's camp has been booking stadiums worldwide for next year. Uh, Taylor Swift just announced her new album, Midnight. Is it Midnight's? I think it is. Midnight. That, <clears throat> Midnight. And so that album, of, obviously, she's going to go on tour. And rumor has it that be, uh, Rihanna's team is starting to book stadium tours as well for next year. So next year, I'll be poor because I'm already seeing Adele <laughs> in February. And so I'm like, okay. There's all my money for next year because I want to see all of fucking them in concert. 
Oh, yeah. Everybody is super excited about this news. Now, um, Rihanna was not the first choice for the Super Bowl, this uh, this coming Super Bowl. It was actually Taylor Swift, but she had to do... She had to decline that invitation because for scheduling conflicts, which we understand, uh, Miss Tay-Tay, why she's having them. So um, not only that, but it's been five years since Rihanna has been on a stage. Isn't that crazy? Five years. And uh, on February the 12th at the Super Bowl halftime show, <laughs> she will be performing. I'm excited to see who she's going to bring on as a guest. They always bring on people as guests. I mean, she might not bring on anybody else. She don't need nobody in. Nobody else, but I am excited to see who is going to come perform with her. And um, let me see. She has been visiting like a recording studio ever since she had her baby. So fans are speculating and there's a lot of like talk in the Twitterverse that she is going to announce an album and the upcoming tour for herself at the Super Bowl or around the Super Bowl. Beyonce did that when she was on the Super Bowl. The mm -hmm. Right after her performance, the next very next commercial, uh, the commercial break will announce her tour and her album. And so I remember I was screaming and I was shouting because the Super Bowl is like what on a Sunday usually, and I think mm -hmm. ticket sales went on mm -hmm. tickets went on sale like two days later. I was like, "Oh my fucking god, how am I gonna do this?" I had to sell an organ so I could buy my ticket, but I did it. <laughs> so yeah. I'm excited to see Rihanna. I'm excited new music from her. I wish they would spread it out, though. Like, I need, like, because then I'm going to listen to all of them. And then I'm going to be like, now they're going to all go on break for five fucking years again. And except <laughs> Taylor Swift releases multiple albums all the time. But I can't, I don't know. I still have Ariana Grande, I guess, and Dua Lipa. But still, fuck, I'm stressed now. Well, let's move on to another uh, musician that... I have grown to really dislike. And this bitch is named Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> so Britney Spears is uh, come, she's ranting again about her fucking dad. Boo-hoo me. Bitch, we know. Bitch, we done been known. <laughs> the world knows, bitch. Quit fucking talking. Holy motherfucker. Well, that bitch took to her Instagram again. And on Tuesday afternoon, she relayed a long series of messages. In them, she recounted difficult alleged experiences from early on in her pop music career and also slammed her father in particular for his allegedly poor treatment of her and his apparent pressure that led to serious body image issues. She started by writing, I've always wondered how pretty people think. I used to feel pretty, therefore I was calm, content, not trying, and then I felt like a hot, wild mess. And I all I and I felt so alive in my wild days. It was hot. But then in con the conservatorship, I felt absolutely nothing. I was sad, had no say in my looks and photo shoots, had to follow guidelines. Um no being a sassy pants, no speaking up. And I will say it until the day I fucking die. My family ruined my fucking life. She continued. I have something to say about that. Uh, she continued. I would go to London to promote my clothing line and my boyfriend couldn't even come with me. But my mom and dad stayed in my room together while when I was there in London. They treated me like a fucking dog. Yep. And don't get me started on the place that they sent me to. I will never get over it. The way they made me feel, my dad always told me I was fat, so I never felt pretty or good enough, and I think that the thing that made me feel the ugliest was the fear and being scared of what he would do 
Uh, if I, I looked uneasy, unattractive, and not in my skin. I never felt like I did when I was 17 and had a secret boyfriend. He was never a father to me because he was always drunk. The reason I'm talking about this is because I know I tried to present myself as being perfect and pretty. Do you? But it is because I know what it feels like to feel ugly and scared, to be told there is no looking at that face of yours. She continued, but I'm not going to go on. Um, first of all, well, you ruined your life because you did the drugs first. Your family didn't do the drugs for you, girl. Um, second of all, you needed a conservatorship. Was it the right people? Probably not. They probably they probably did fuck you up. Uh, what did your dad? What your family did to you? Was it fucked up? Yes. Um, do I have sympathy? I did. Do I still know? Do I think that Britney still needs help? Absolutely. Britney cannot be free. She has made that very clear on her Instagram since the conservatorship ended. She is literal the female version of Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, she really is. And bitch, it's like write a fucking book and get over it like everybody else. Like, fuck. Like, this is, uh, I honestly, like, I scroll past stories about Britney right now. I think I even unfollowed her on Instagram because it was too much. Yeah, she's like, Britney, go away. Go fucking <laughs> go away for like a couple Isn't of years. Isn't she married now? Oh my God. Live happily ever after now, please. Like, go, go, bitch. Go on a fucking, go to Bora Bora and just fucking live your life over there. Leave us I alone. Know. You know that old saying, leave Britney alone. Leave us alone, bitch. <laughs> Fuck. Period. Please, leave us alone. We just wanted to stop. Make it stop. Please, somebody, listen, at them. Whoever it needs to be, at them. <sighs> All right. Let's move on now and talk about Brandy. So, Brandy, the singer, for those of you who don't know... Uh, was recently hospitalized for possible seizure. Uh, she has since come out and released a statement on Instagram saying in a brief message, to my beloved fam, friends, and stars, thank you for sending love and light my way. I am following doctor's orders and getting the rest I need due to dehydration and low amounts of nutrition. Thank you for your prayers and support. Grateful for you all. See you soon. That is pretty scary because um, this all happened on Wednesday after, you know, she was hospitalized. <clears throat> she was picked up from her Los Angeles home around noon on Tuesday and rushed to the local hospital. So, I don't know. Ray J posted some scary things about suicide. He said something about, like, if it wasn't for my four kids, I would jump off and die tonight. What the fuck? So they've been deleted and stuff since then. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on? Well, I'm glad that she's recovering, but it always scares me whenever a, a star says that they are in the hospital for dehydration and exhaustion. Or I'm always like, there's something happening. It's more than that. Yeah, yeah. I don't ever like it's. Oh, they were exhausted. Like I'm like. Mm. I mean, I'm exhausted too. I'm not in a hospital. You know, like I, there is something there. And I understand the want, you know, 
to not really have that out there in the news to have like some other kind of excuse out there for it. So, you know, it's scary. I hope, yeah, I hope she gets the help that she needs and, and Ray J's posting stuff like that. Like where's his family, where his friends, like, come on. Those are like cries for help. They need somebody, something. Yeah, something's going on. I also get worried about her last um, comment, like the last part of her statement, where mm -hmm. she said like lack of nutrition. So I'm like, low I'm amounts not, of nutrition. Like what I'm, the fuck? Like I'm not insinuating anything at all, but I'm like, is that an eating disorder? Are you Maybe. not eating? Are you not capable of eating for a health issue? Like like me, you know, like I have to take vitamins and nutritions but like for, for nutrition yeah um so i'm like is it like that like is she not sharing something i guess it's her, up to her to do it so yeah lack of low amounts of nutrition hmm dehydration low amounts so she's not eating like that's that's what i get from it like she's not eating yeah. so is it like Same. a personal choice or an anorexia comes up or you or know, is it a health issue, or like, is it yeah. some kind of other health issue where like her body's unable to hold stuff down, or like what is it, girl? Like we need to know. You can't just be coming out with this shit like that. But <laughs> glad she's okay. Uh, all right, let's move on. For our older audience listening, everyone knows R&B singer Genuine. Well, he recently lost consciousness. A consciousness. That's one of those words that consciousness. Really <laughs> that you, I hardly ever say, oh, he looks bad in this picture. Um, <laughs> well, he actually recently passed the fuck out after a stunt on Chris Angel's, um, like this new show called Magic with the Stars in Las Vegas. Uh, he it's actually going to be, it was filmed in Las Vegas, but it's going to be a CW show, Magic with the Stars, and he was in a glass tank filled with the water and there was a video obtained by dailymail.com where you can see him who was sporting all black and a pair of goggles sitting fully submerged in the tank surrounded by members of the production crew. He attempted to pull off the stunt for at least 10 seconds while holding his breath before becoming visibly panicked, banging on the insides of the glass walls, sending the messages to sending the message to the team that he was in danger. The crew, who were thankfully just feet away, immediately came to his rescue, opening the lid of the tank and pulling him up. He then sat on the edge for a moment, appearing pretty dazed before having to be lifted out and placed flat on the ground. Uh, according to the outlet, the 51-year-old ultimately lost consciousness and had to be carted off by paramedics. Luckily for him, though, he was later able to make a full recovery and an unnamed source explained, saying uh, it all happened so fast, it was like he got tapped out in the like, it looks like he got tapped out in a fight. They continued in the show. He was trying to overcome his fear of being underwater as he couldn't hold his breath for longer than 15 seconds before trying the stunt out. Although he failed in rehearsals, he still went ahead with the stunt on the show and everyone was in tears. You, you know what? You know what? I, I, I was feeling so bad for him up until you said he failed in rehearsals, but he still went on with it. Fuck you, stupid ass. That's why you fucking passed out. You, you dumb. Fuck. You had to edit yourself there. No, I heard you edit yourself a little bit. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh. You dumb fuck. Like, <laughs> why would he do that? 
He said, you know what? I can't even do it in the practice run, so I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. I, I couldn't do it now, but I'll bet I could do it later. You stupid ass. No, mm-mm. No, I don't even feel bad for him no more. I really don't. I felt a little bad. I was a little bad. N- now I don't. That's that's the fuck you get. Yeah, I, I'm just glad he's okay though. That's all. Y- yeah, yeah. Me too. Same. Whatever. Oh my god, I can't <laughs> with you. All right. Let's move this fucking train wreck along to Ryan Reynolds. Well, <sighs> Ryan Reynolds recently was in the news be- uh, because uh, one of his old co-stars, TJ Miller, said that in, like, in an interview that Ryan Reynolds, quote, would like never work to him, like work with him again, uh, because like he apparently said that he hated him. Well, he said all this stuff, and apparently Ryan Reynolds has got wind of this, and he reached out to... He what's his name? TJ TJ Miller. He reached out to him, and on Wednesday, uh, TJ Miller was on a podcast, and he said uh, that Ryan emailed him the next day and kind of said like you know it was a misunderstanding, and he emailed him back, and they're just like okay, you know they're they're fine. So it sounds very strange. Like whenever someone says that they reached out to him, I would think like they called him or texted him or like sent a DM, but he's like, I sent you an email. Mm-hmm. That seems very like, I don't want to talk to you, but I'm going to send this. So there's a paper trail. But also to be fair, I've never heard anything bad about Ryan Reynolds, like in the industry, like he's never, I haven't ever heard of anything bad. I don't know. I don't know. Have you, Nope. I honestly haven't. All I know is that Ryan Reynolds is universally loved. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Let's take a break from all this now and move on to some Real Housewives. So Real Housewives alumni Cynthia Bailey uh, recently announced her split and confirmed it uh, with her husband of two years, Mike Hill. She announced it via Instagram on Wednesday she, in a joint post, I hate a joint-ass post, which features a picture of the couple sitting on a bench. They said they got raw about their feelings while announcing, you know, that they had to part ways. They said, love is a beautiful thing. While we both will always have love for one another, we have decided to go our separate ways. No one is to blame, and we are grateful that we remain good friends. We will always cherish the many memories we've shared together as husband and wife. Many of you have been on this journey with us from the very beginning, and we appreciate our family, friends, and beloved fans for your positive support as we move forward and start new chapters. Thank you for your prayers and well wishes, Cynthia and Mike. Mm, I can't stand a joint statement. And like they made each other like collaborators on the Instagram post. Like a partnership, like a, you know, you do paid partnerships and that's what it looks, that's what it was. Uh, I know you don't know who this bitch is, but it's I funny. Don't. 
they met on the show, like basically, like we when she said they we started like a lot of it started with them. It's like we saw them dating, we saw them get engaged, we saw them get married, and so. But yeah, that's I knew that wasn't gonna work though. I mean, I knew that shit. Sounds like she's just looking for a storyline so she can get back on the next season. Mm-hmm. But sticking with uh, alumni from the Real Housewives of Atlanta, uh, Nene Leakes's twenty-three-year-old son recently had a stroke and a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bonnie, do you have any of the details on this or what has happened? What's going on? An update? Yeah. So his name is Brent. Brent Leakes. Um, he was in Atlanta earlier this month. That was when he suffered the heart attack and the stroke. Now he was re- reportedly transported very quickly to a local hospital for medical attention. Um, he was hospitalized for several days and he's out and rehabbing it and, and, you know, recovering really good from, you know, the, the stroke and the heart attack, but there's been no real word on like what caused it and, you know, what's going on with it. Now she says her son doesn't drink or do drugs and the doctors have run a multitude of tests in order to determine what caused the episode. Now they're including tests like they're also testing for HIV as well. I don't know why she felt the need to throw that out there. Um, but she's just asking for everybody to keep him, you know, in, in their prayers and stuff. But it's uh, that's scary. Like 23 years old, stroke and heart attack. And they do not know at all what caused it, what triggered it, you know, what happened with that episode. So hopefully after the testing, they'll be, you know, they'll be able to figure out what caused it. Yeah, that's sending them positive vibes. Nini will always and forever be one of my favorite housewives that's ever been on the show and any of the franchises, and I love her forever. And just sending them positive vibes, love and light. Mm-hmm, and, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's move on now and talk about someone we never talk about, Emma Roberts. So <laughs> Emma Roberts has a new man in her life. Um, so the American Horror Story alum is reportedly dating another actor. And after her, you know, split from ex Garrett Hedlund, according to reports, the 31 year old star is dating actor Cody John. I don't know who that is, but per E! News, the actress met John (laughs) through friends in the industry and the romance began about two months ago. So, yeah, like she has a new boyfriend and apparently it's a big deal because she's cautious about who she brings around her son but she loves his personality and he's funny ha 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 he 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 i don't this is just a buffer story honestly nobody cares about emma roberts i don't want i wonder who the freak this cody john guy is like who the fuck he, is he he's an actor who is he even You've, oh i think i know who he is i don't know. i just I, I just pulled up his picture. He looks like the actor that came out in that movie with Lindsay Lohan, um, Georgia Rule. I never saw that either. That kind of... Oh, no, no, no. That was her ex-boyfriend. Just kidding. So now I don't know who the hell this Cody guy is. Now I'm going to have to go look him up. That's his name, right? Cody? Cody something. I mean, I don't care. He looks like a twat. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even get, I'm like, I really don't give a shit about Emma Roberts either. <laughs> like, I know. So I was like, she was literally a filler story. Like, we needed a break from fucking Kardashians and yay. So I was like, Emma. Yay, Emma's got a boyfriend. Nobody fucking cares. But she's got a Emma, boyfriend. 
Yay, Emma. I, Yay, bitch. We're proud of you. I thought you were going to say Emma Stone. I love that bitch. <laughs> so another person we hardly ever talk about, but I do like her, is Kaylee Cuoco. Cuoco? Oh, yeah, yeah. Big Bang Theory, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she revealed on her Instagram that her and boyfriend Tom Peltfree have their first child on the way. She shared a carousel photos. Um, she shared carousel a carousel of photos, if I can talk, on Instagram. Everything from a gender reveal cake to a Polaroid of them holding up several pregnancy tests. The actress Aww. announced the actress announced with the caption, Baby Girl Felt Free Coming 2023. Beyond blessed and over the moon. I heart you at Tommy Felfrey. Tom also celebrated the news on his Instagram account, sharing a similar series of pictures, and he wrote, and then it was even more better. Love you more than ever at Kaylee Cuoco. Can't relate, bitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm so happy for them, but I can't relate. <laughs> I'm like, sound like a bitter Betty over there. Um, but I am very excited for her. I, I love her. I loved her on the Big Bang Theory. Like, so I, hey, more power to her. I couldn't stand her on Charm, though. I wanted, I wanted to beat the shit out of her on Charm, but <laughs> I did like her. On, <laughs> I didn't like her on Big Bang Theory. So. And for our listeners, you're probably talking about the original Charm. Not yeah, the, the original Charms. We don't fuck with the reboot. Don't fuck with it. Don't watch it. Fuck that show. Period. <laughs> Thank God. you. That's all. <laughs> all right. We're moving on. We're almost done. <laughs> Okay, well, let's move on to former Glee star drama Chris Colfer and Leah Michelle. Leah Michelle is not liked, okay? Nobody likes that hoe. Nobody <laughs> likes this bitch in real life. Nobody likes this bitch at all. Not, Everybody hates this hoe. Am I waiting? Who is she? Well, she's remember we talked about her. She's on Broadway, but blah, 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 blah. she was on Glee. Everybody hated her on Glee. Oh, okay. well, <laughs> well people have been asking Chris Colfer if he would go and see Funny Girl. Well, <laughs> Chris brushed it off in an interview and said, my day suddenly got so full. And then, <laughs> and then they just, they kept trying to ask. And then he said, um, no, honestly, I can just be triggered at home. <laughs> I'm like, well, Chris, first of all, I can relate because I can just be triggered in bed at, by myself. Um, I'm triggered for no fucking reason. I'm triggered. <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, today's the day. <laughs> That's how I wake up. So I relate. But what are your thoughts on Leah Michelle being hated? Do you hate her? Do you care? I don't, I, even don't remember, I don't even remember what the fuck she looks like. I have to Google this bitch to see. What... I honestly don't. I, I mean, if you hate her, I hate her. That's how it goes, bestie. You already know. Yeah, I don't like that bitch. <laughs> she's not like okay. She's not like Candace Owens. Hate. She's like a few notches down. It's like Candace know. Owens, Demi Lovato, Britney Spears, Leah Michelle. Leah Michelle. That's All where right. she's at for me. All right, let's end and wrap this shit up with Giselle and Tom Brady. We have been talking about it when we recorded last that people, there have been rumors about them, you know, separating and them living apart, blah, 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 blah. Well, hmm, there's mm -hmm. some shit happening because Giselle recently liked 
um, this like Instagram page. It was called Comments by Celebs. And someone had wrote, Jay Shetty had wrote, you can't be in a committed relationship with someone who is inconsistent with you. Read that again. And Giselle put the little praying emojis on it. Mm-hmm. Like preach. And people <laughs> are here for it. People are saying things like, girl, get that energy back. Team Giselle. I'm team Giselle here. This man will choose football over anything. And then they said, but Tom isn't being inconsistent. He always chooses football. Exactly. A bitch you knew. Like, you see, this is one thing, like, I'm sorry, I can't get behind her fucking ass on this shit because her main problem is that he was inconsistent because he made a commitment to his family to step away from football and then wanted to go back to it. So, you know what? I'm, bitch, I'm sorry. That was your man's. You got to stick beside him. Like, come <laughs> Like, come the fuck on. Like, bitch, you knew this is what he wanted. This this was his life. He knew football was his life and stuff like that. So, come on. Like, that's, I don't know. To me, that's your husband's career. Stick by your husband's career because he's sticking by yours. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think, I think it's like a shitty ultimatum. Like, it's it's not like he's this horrible father and this horrible husband that makes his family's life miserable and doesn't think about them or anything like that. You know what I mean? She, to me, this is just a little bit selfish. It's a little it's a little bit it's bullshit. But token flipped. We don't know what goes on behind closed doors. So there could have been so much more behind there behind the scenes. End of the day, they both have found di- divorce attorneys, and this marriage appears to be you know, just done beyond repair. And, uh, you know, it's over now earlier this week, Giselle was spotted, um, visiting a spiritual healer in Miami. She spent almost all of her time in Southern Florida lately as he's traveling around with his squad right now. So it's done. It's over. I thank God we don't really do video because I (laughs) almost had the biggest fucking heart attack on camera. Oh, it was when funny you, watching that and really hard to continue talking while watching you. When you attacked me like that. Um, is that, yeah, that's, yours, that's your man? Mm-hmm, you gonna stick beside him. I'm gonna stick beside him. That's that's what we want to hear. That's where we're that, ending. I agree with everything Bonnie said. So that is it for this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for bearing <laughs> with us as we took our mental health month off. We needed it, but we're back and we're happy to be back. What's going on, Bunny? Real quick, real quick, just a real quick shout out to the amazing and talented Angela Lansbury, who did pass away at 96 years old. She was the star of Murder, She Wrote. For those of you that didn't know, she was also a Broadway star and a huge, huge icon, you know, in Hollywood. So R.A.P. Miss Lansbury. Yes. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for giving us our mental health month off. We needed it. But again, we're happy to be back. We're happy to take all of our anger and frustration out on these dumbass celebrities like Ye and Britney and blah, blah, blah. Candace fucking Owens. <clears throat> yeah. Emma Roberts and, you know, not Emma Roberts, the other bitch. What's her name? Leah Michelle. Leah Michelle. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you again for giving us our time off. But we're back and we will talk to you guys next week. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Bye.